0: The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Well, good evening, my name is Nils Heyman and I was driving by and I stopped by and Mark just invited me to speak. Um, You are five minutes early, so you get a bonus of doing a little bit of stretching, if you want. Um, I do this practice before I sit where I say, what's gonna be my bridge? So the bridge could be chanting, it could be lighting a candle and doing a little ritual or bowing so that I don't go from just my day and then sit. So if you want to join me on a little bridge, if you are physically able, take your ear to one side. Let gravity stretch your neck. Relax the shoulders if that's available to you. Take an in-breath. Let the out breath go back to center. Other ear. Just not forcing, just allowing the neck to stretch. Just gravity doing its thing. It's completely optional. Take a breath. And then the out breath go back to center. If you're physically able, Take your hand and put it on the opposite knee and allow your spine to twist very gently. If you can't do that, you can just twist as much as you can or not. Take a deep breath and on the out-breath, go back to center, other side. Put your knee on your... Put your hand on your knee, gentle twist, take an in-breath, and back to center. Take your chin to your chest, allow gravity to stretch, take an in-breath, and the out breath, go back to center. Take your chin to the sky. In breath. And in the out breath, back to center. If you work at an office, these are nice things to do sometimes, right? Allow your shoulders to go to your ears. So Shoulders up. Up. A little bit more. And hold them there. Take an in-breath. And an out-breath. Three shoulder rolls one way. This is the exercise bonus if you're just coming in early. And the other way, roll your shoulders. Roll your wrists. <coughs> Change direction, whatever you were doing with them. As my second grade teacher used to say, Hagan estrellitas, make little stars. And a little bit of tapping on one, and a little bit of tapping on the other, and a little bit of brushing away, a little brushing away, and settle back to the center. It is a mystery what we have done to have the good fortune to be here. We have enough health, enough time to be here. Other people can't say that, so it is a mystery why we have this good fortune. But let's let's use our time together well. My name is Niels Heyman. I live in San Francisco. I came to Minneapolis for a funeral on the red eye, and I leave back tomorrow, and I was driving back to my mother's house, and I just took the exit, and I started chatting with Mark, and he's like, do you want to teach tonight? I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so here I am. I, um, funerals are tough. Uh, my friend lost her son. But it was, you know, it was over 200 people showing their love for this family. And I was quite impressed. As brokenhearted as she is, she's showing some reflect- reflective quality about that. And, uh, and that's, that's when you use dukkha, right? Suffering to allow yourself to be a wise person. Uh, she wanted to do that. As we start our meditation, I want to do a little reflection on the five precepts. Um, as you know, if you've been practicing in this tradition, you know they're not commandments. But those of you that know me, you know that I spent most of my 20s as a as a monk. And every two weeks we had confession. And we had to confess to another monk all the different levels of offenses that we had in the Vinaya, the, the Buddhist monastic code. And some of the offenses are like, I left my robe and I forgot it, you know, past this time, where I ate at the wrong time, where, you know, there's all the way to murdering, right? Like, and if you kill somebody, <laughs> if you kill somebody at that moment, you're no longer a monastic and you cannot go back. You can go back up to seven times if you don't do that. So let's think about the precepts. I invite you to close your eyes if you practice with your eyes closed. If you have not killed anyone since last full moon, you should be happy. Okay? One of my teachers, Sajjan Sumedho, when people got really depressed and fed up in three-month, you know, silent retreats, he used to say, rejoice if you haven't killed anybody or stolen anything or been a bad person. And recollection of one's goodness is actually part of bhavana, part of cultivating. If you have done anything to protect life or to celebrate life, let's bring that into mind. And you know, if we haven't been in a situation where you have to question whether you have to kill someone, that is a privilege. There are people who have to make that decision. Self-defense or whatever. Soldiers that get ordered to do so. If we haven't killed anybody, that is a blessing that we should account for. If you haven't consciously stolen something of value, celebrate that. And if you have, invite the opportunity to stop stealing. <laughs> you know? Sometimes people embezzle without thinking, and it can become bigger, right? And if you haven't been in that situation of need, where you have needed to steal, that is a blessing. Take that into account. Let's think about our speech. The last moon cycle. I don't know when the last full moon or new moon is, but let's say two weeks. If you have lied consciously, invite a commitment to stop doing so. If you have carelessly gossiped, let's bring consciousness into that. Speech is one of the hardest things to be mindful of. So just take this moment and see how you use speech. If you had, if you have said one kind thing in the last two weeks, celebrate that. How about two kind things? Maybe you've said an encouraging word or have said thank you or or listened well and, and inviting the commitment, you know, in a gentle and yet strong way to say my speech is powerful and I want to be mindful of it. Ah, sex and sexuality, and you know, it can be such a powerful force. If you have been ethical in your sexuality, honor that. Without a moralistic judgment of what is good or not, we have many times a sense of what crossing boundaries with sexuality is. So inviting integrity to take care of our sexuality and, and respecting the sexuality of others. And if you have misused your sexual energy or your body or something that feels off, Invite a commitment to heal that, to process that. If you've had the privilege to live a life without needing intoxicants, what a blessing. Take a moment. We send a collective moment to all of those who suffer from addiction. Because intoxicants can lead to carelessness. And as we take these guidelines, we silently confess to the universe, to ourselves, to our cushion, to whatever it is. And say, I want to do a little bit better if I can. And we move on. Ah, If you're an experienced meditator, do what you do. Whether you're a new meditator or experienced, I want to invite what I've been doing for the last few months is an attitude of openness, that this is not a time to get something. If you need an anchor, follow the sounds and just listen to the sounds and feel the sensations of your body. If the breath is available to you, this can be an anchor. But not getting caught up in techniques. being aware of the blessing of people next to you who want to practice and that you being here is a gift to all of us. Openness, receptive. Receiving this moment, just the way it is, just the way it is, just the way it is, exploring what contentment is, not demanding that this be something. Is this moment right now pleasant? Is this moment right now unpleasant? Is it both? Is it neither? Pleasant or unpleasant? And are you okay with whatever one of those four options. Maybe there are more. Is there something you want? Knowing the moment as it is, being receptive to it. With humility, with graciousness. It's simplicity. Just simplicity. How is this moment? How is this moment? And finishing our silent period with tabhavana Bhavana, a recollection of gratitude. Gratitude for people that are making tonight possible, volunteers, everyone who helps maintain this beautiful center. The people that lived in this land before us, the creatures that lived here, thankfulness to whoever fed us when we were babies, took care of us so that we can be here now. And again, thankful to each other for supporting our practice, which is intended for liberation, for happiness.